What is going on, everybody? Corey here. Guess what? It's time for another Fly Casual. It's a reviews and rumors kind of podcast, so don't get sensitive because we're going to spoil it all. Come along the ride with us. As we're talking about Marvel Star Wars 23, we're going to talk about Rebels, and of course, then the rumors are coming. It's going to be action-packed on another Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! Yeah, huh? start your engines. I have a pressing no, issue. Not that. Oh, oh. we're gonna need a we're gonna need a dress. We're gonna go around the table. Uh oh, because I feel like people aren't getting to see the human side of us. Really, to get to know the inner us. Oh no, I don't so we're gonna want go that. around the table. Introductions day. We're gonna go around the table, and everybody, you're gonna say your name. Okay, you're gonna say your uh, position at uh, Better Kind Enterprises. Is this a team building <laughs> exercise? And you're going to uh, name your favorite soup. I'll start us off so you guys get a feel for what I'm talking about. All right, all right, all right. Okay. I'm Corey. Mm-hmm. I am. Hello, Corey. I am oh, in charge see. of maintenance and facilities at Better Kind Enterprises. All right. Uh, and, and co-host of the Fly Casual podcast. Yeah. And I uh, I really enjoy um, a, a navy bean soup, especially in the fall. Gross. Okay. Let's go clockwise over here. All right. Michael please. Archbold. Yeah. Hello, um, Mike. My Hi, Mike. official Hi, Mike. title is um, intern. Okay. Um, I do unpaid, mo- unpaid. 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 <laughs> yes. Int. Be yeah. specific. Uh, I do most of the accounting work, and then they let me come in here and read the news once in a while. And your favorite soup is what then? Um, it would be uh, like a like a hearty tomato. Mm. Ooh, ooh, a hearty ooh. tomato. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You dip things in that to clean the bowl? Yeah. Wipe it Hell up, with, yeah. sop you, it up with some bread? That's right. You got to have some bread with you. There you go. Okay. You like the biscuit a little? The biscuit? What? Biscuit? Tomato, as, as a form of bread. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's a form. Bi- oh, oh, it's a bisque. <laughs> biscuit? You're confusing be, everybody. That's I do my like, point. yeah, tomato everybody. bisque. Yeah, the tomato bisque is... That's yeah, that's a good one. That's man. lovely. Mm, I like that. It is lovely. Oh, hi. Over there in the back. Me? Yeah. I am... Uh, what's my name? Stephen Howie, Stephen J. Howie. Uh-huh. I, I, I control all of the masters. Okay. Oh, uh, and, uh, and picking a f- favorite soup is tough because right. I, I can't choose. I can't decide between chili, uh-huh. uh, red bean and rice, which yeah. isn't, is that a soup? I no, don't know. Not, a, not even a little bit, but it's still a stew in my opinion. <laughs> uh, or, I really, really enjoy a good uh, like potato cheddar potato soup. Oh, that does sound good with mm. the bacon. With bacon, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's lovely. That's mm. lovely. Okay, yeah. then moving right along. Hello, my name is Garrick, and I've been sober for five out oh four hours now. <laughs> um, my position here is the watcher who watches the Watchmen, mm-hmm. which is you guys. Someone has to. Yeah, someone has to. And um, what's the last? One? Oh, my favorite soup is probably clam chowder, but only New England style. Oh yeah, oh. none of that yeah. red garbage. No, nobody wants that. That's no, disgusting. That is. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. In a bread bowl. That would be number two. In bread bowl. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Then moving right along. My name is Josh, and uh, I'm in HR. I receive all complaints, but I'm never really doing anything. Thank God. Um, yeah, uh, we got to watch all those videos, man. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, video you, assigner. You need to watch a few more of those videos. Like uh, literally videos on VHS. Uh, my favorite soup is uh, <laughs> warm soup in my mouth. Oh, okay. Um, That's very specific. Really? Um, well, thank you. Okay. All right. Thank you for sharing. All right, everybody, we're going to fly casual. Hey. That's us. 
All right, let's get exciting. Let's get exciting. That's enough of that nonsense. Mike, what are you doing under the table? You don't want to know. Sweet jumping you justice. You don't want to oh, know. Oh, from this angle, that looks horrid. How did you remove all your clothes that fast? <laughs> that was lightning fast. Uh, hey, Soup gets him excited. What can you say? Now, soup has that, that effect on some people. Way better. Mike is a, soup, a super maniac, apparently. So. Mm. Hey, 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 hey. We're here to talk about some Star Wars, gentlemen, because that's what we do. That's what we love. And we're also I a love client. It. So why don't we just kick it off and start talking about some reviews? Oh, yeah. Reviews. Up in here. Up in here. Reviews. Hey, guys. We have some reviews today. I'm so glad you just yes. laid down that hot uh, voice track over you the like music that? there. Yeah. Eric, that was sweet. Fans love it. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we, we had a, a whole plethora of comics come out. Plethora? This, plethora of comics come out. A whole one comic come out since last time oh, we recorded. Wow. But, wait, 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 but yeah. we have a little supplement, uh, uh, supplementation. Supplementation. Supplement, supplemental. Okay. Supplementalist. We actually had some Rebels come out <gasps> about time. Season three kicked off. Uh, we had, the, uh, of course, the premiere episode and then the episode that followed that. So we'll also go over those. Wait, wait. The episode what? that followed the premiere episode yeah. as the episode the, that ran as the second half of yeah. the premiere episode. episode. Or so, episodes. The, wait, or, or do we mean uh, like the one that ran after the premiere episode and then the, the premiere yeah, episode the, after episode? Yeah, that. What? The two, premiere after the, the premiere. Yep. We're gonna review we're gonna review all three of the two episodes of Rebels that have been. D all out. the above. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So three, two, two, three, two-ish, three-ish episodes came out, and we will review that. But first, Star Wars 23 came out. You guys excited about that? 23? I am, I am uh, quaking yeah. in my sketchers. I, lo- I want you to tell us what what the title of this uh this one is. What is it? It's the last flight of the, the Harbinger. <laughs> Har- the Harbinger. Harbinger. Har- Harbinger. The last Hob- put your R in the right the, place. Of the HR Geiger. The last. The last flight of the Har Har Harbinger. <laughs> Harbinger. <laughs> It's funny because the R is in a very specific spot. The, the, this is a word. This is like the word that Garrick struggles with. Yeah. The word. Oh uh, no, no. Fingering no. Dan. We get fingering Dan oh, all the time. Too. He puts well, his hands that's in the wrong place. It is, too. It is it's, fingering it's, Dan. It is fingering no, it is yeah. not. Yeah. You you just go not. look it up. It's I have looked it up many, many, many times. Language, you didn't look it up in the right place. In the native Bith <laughs> language, Bith language, it is fingering Dan. <laughs> in the Bith language. Okay. Well. Yeah. See, I'll give you that. I know the accent. I'll give you that. Fingering Dan. <laughs> FYI. Yeah, thank you. So yeah, anyway, there is a difference. Star Wars 23, I'm going to break this down. You guys ready? Oh, man, I was born it. All right, here we go. Hey, you guys remember what happened in that last issue? No. Yep. Oh, well, guess what? <gasps> That's right. It's happening again. Oh, oh, great. After a quick refresher, we jumped to the past because it seems like Quentin Tarantino <laughs> maybe wrote this issue. <laughs> Only has less blood and an unfortunate lack of Uma Thurman. I know. Mm. What's up? There's but, no wallets either, but go ahead. Oh, that's true. Bad. Oh, never mind. Now we're back at the planning session to steal that Star Destroyer, and it goes over like a transpa- transparent steel balloon until Admiral Akbar gives his blessing because, you know, it, it's it's a trap. Now back to the president. Solo isn't tired yeah. of racing in his own comic, so he brings racing into this one as he races the princess to the bridge to see who's going to be the captain, you know, because they're eight. Meanwhile, Luke and Sana decide to take some TIE fighters out for a spin, only to come across a Reaver ship, and they blow oh, the living crap out of it. And they get eaten. Yep. But like Rawr. any ship, and, and never mind. But it, like any ship with the Captain Hogtied to the front, this one was just a distraction. 
because Stormtrooper Lightsaber Squad has arrived and they're here to reclaim that Imperial property. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm really glad you yeah. stopped yourself because Daniel Tosh already learned that lesson for people. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's certain things even we won't say. I guess. <laughs> we won't make jokes about some go, things. Go watch Serenity. You'll understand. Yeah, you'll get it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Star Wars 23. Um, it was um, um, I'm gonna chime. I'm going to chime in right away. That was god awful. <laughs> oh, wow. He's throwing down the gauntlet right away. Dang well, dang. Be- between Luke running around with a stormtrooper helmet on, like, hey, look what I found. He was like Ezra. He's doing his Yeah, Ezra pretty impression. much. Pretty much. And, Luke, and uh, Han and Leia running through the ship, like, when I get there first, I'm going to be captain. Yeah. Neener, neener, neener. It was pretty bad. No yeah. take maxis. And I, I will say the art on this is kind of jarring when you read it because it's very cartoony. Their eyes are just like bulging out. I love it when Luke looks like a 17-year-old girl. They all have red. It's my favorite. They all look like they've, they're three sheets to the wind with their red noses and Playing flushed Luke cheeks. Skywalker is pre-Demogorgon Barb from Stranger Things. <laughs> Without the glasses. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, interesting issue, I guess. Um, not a yeah. lot happened. Half the issue is just reviewing what happened in the last one. Right. Just, I guess, more in detail. We, what we was must going have on. forgot the first <laughs> yeah. two issues of this. It's like, okay, arc. we got it. They jettisoned the uh, hole and, or the, the, the core and it blew up and everyone thought they exploded. But I guess we needed more detail what actually no, happened. Literally, it was them running around acting exactly like 12 year old brats. No, but yeah. seriously, <laughs> though, if you wanted to be captain and someone else wanted to be captain, wouldn't be the per I mean, don't you have the upper hand by being the second person? Because the captain doesn't do anything. It, they tell uh, the other person to do stuff. So the captain goes, sits in the captain chair. It's powerless if you just don't enter the room. That's true. Like, all right, you got there first. I'm going to stand out here until you relinquish control. I, I'm, I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I, I don't know. I hate you, big sibling. You, usually uh, the writers on this are pretty top notch, but oh, yeah. man, I don't know what they were thinking on this one. Maybe they just. Uh, the only thing I can think of something. is making making our heroes so childlike and goofy made the entrance of the stormtroopers that more powerful. I, I guess. I don't know. I mean, that was a cool the part color, at the end. The color, he, the color is good. The colorist is Because there's, there's the part where the, the stormtroopers <laughs> tie the captain of the ship they just took <laughs> to the front of the ship. Yeah, they literally tie him up. Like a reaver in, in Serenity. <laughs> right. Yeah. Wow. And then, uh, and then, yeah, and then they cut themselves into the hull. So, yeah. you know, I mean, it was a pretty dramatic entrance. That yeah, was I the mean, best part of the comic. That stormtrooper squad, I know Corey doesn't like it, but I love them. I think they're great. It's good. Good bunch of guys there, little esprit de corps, little band of brothers thing going on. Yeah. Only evil. I just I think they always, they always look ridiculous to me. <laughs> what? He's got a light. Like it's it, a stormtrooper with a lightsaber. They're all different stormtroopers. How can you not like that? There, we're a ragtag group of, of ironclad stormtroopers. It makes no sense. He's got a green lightsaber. Yeah. And he's on, big with green. a tiny head. Yeah. He's like, he's like, the, heavy, he's like the heavy head. in Team Fortress 2. He skipped mm. head day. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, never skip head day. No, never do that. Wow. I can bench 150 with my head. Don't listen. Don't think too hard about the things we're saying. <laughs> oh, wait. That's what I never say. So, yeah. That was good, uh, I guess. I guess we'll see what happens later on. Maybe they'll get a, a new artist here shortly. I don't know. But anyway, enough of that. Yeah. Now it's time for the main course. Rebels. Yeah. Bring it on. Rebels. Bring it on. Bring Finally it on. had our season three premiere of Rebels. Yeah. 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 Episodes yeah. 301 and 302 in our season premiere 301, first episode. 301.5. 1.10. I don't know. I'm just yeah. making stuff up. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the season one hour season premiere aired and uh, it's called Star Wars Rebels Steps Steps into Shadow. Not just one step, 
steps. Multiple steps. Yeah. Ooh. So we're already in one step, but now we're taking more steps. Oh, man, we're just tumbling down these stairs at this, at this rate. Yeah, so Corey, you saw this, right? Sure did. I guess you're the only one because everyone else on his podcast. What is up so with everyone else? I don't else? know, man. You guys, you need to put in the effort. Seriously. I'm counting on you. Yeah. Anyway. Anyhow. I thought overall, I thought it was a, a, a pretty cool um, little episode here, one hour episode. There's a lot of stuff that happened. Nothing blew me out of the water, but I enjoyed the snot out of it. Um, I think what really blew me out of the water overall in the episode, there was, an, and it was probably just one scene. The one scene, and they, I should say the premise of the, uh, let's back up. The premise of this is the Rebels crew uh, rescues Hondo and his little, his little, again. Yeah, from the prison. And he gives them intel that, hey, there's a space station out there that has a buttload of Y-wings, and those are totally cool, guys. Right. They're, they're like, not slow and get blown up really easy or anything, but they're, hey, they're cool. They, they handle like a sleepy hut, but they can take a beating. That's right. <laughs> uh, N64. Nice. Anyway. Yeah, so they tells them there's this facility, and um, now Ezra's kind of gained more... Uh, uh, I guess clout with the captain after what happened in the previous season, mm-hmm. and he gets promoted. To, and really, it's the haircut. Yeah, he. You yeah, know. you should say all, he, everyone has. Well, not everyone. Most of their characters have a different look. Obviously, Kanan's blind. Mm-hmm. He's wearing a little shield over his eyes, yep. and Ezra has a, a buzz cut, mm-hmm. or at least what appears to be a buzz cut. Yeah, and uh, and Zeb got a new set of rims. Yep. And oh wait, no, new, Zeb's the same. New grill, and uh, Sabine has a <laughs> uh, blue hair now, and it's a little longer. Yeah, a little longer. That's yeah, nice. La- like lavender she looks, blue she looks hair. Pretty yeah. cool. But yeah, anyway, they go to this facility, and I, and I said all that just to build up to what blew me away. This facility is kind of like a floating facility, and it ends up getting destroyed and falling to the surface. And there, mm-hmm. there's a scene where uh, Ezra's holding on to the uh, side of the thing while it's falling, and the uh, the ghost ship crew like fly up beside him and try to rescue him, and he right. jumps off and yeah. uses the force to get in. I thought, man, that, that was a cool cool action scene right because it's not something that you see every day right i mean it's the kind of stuff that we would try to leave, we would try to pull in a role-playing campaign well absolutely that's exactly the kind yeah, of stuff I think we we've do done that several times i think we have as well <laughs> but it's not it's not something that we ever see in the novelizations or or the i'm sorry the novels or you know definitely not in the movies maybe, maybe in the force unleashed video game there was that part where he's falling to the surface yeah I yeah, mean, yeah that's, that's, that's probably the that's closest true. i can yeah. think of which did have a blind jedi in it also yeah oh interesting it's almost like there's too many blind Jedi yeah, and that is got, kind of cliche. Rom Coda, you know, that. Honestly, it's forgivable because it's one of the main characters that became blind. That's in true. this case. Yeah, Otherwise, it would be a blind Jedi is already cliche. But it, we I mean, Vima Debota, wasn't she blind? I mean, I feel like we've had a ton of different yeah, blind characters. Mira Luka and yeah. the, all the, that whole race. Exactly. Yeah. But is he blind? I mean, that's the thing we kind of learned in this episode. Maybe he's not so blind as he thought he was. Right. right. Because uh, I should say we, we, we have a new character come in, maybe an important Character in our new Rebels series, mm-hmm. the Bindu or Bindu, Bindu. yeah, Ooh, the Bindu, Bindu. That's right. He's yeah. Bullwinkle's buffer cousin. <laughs> yeah, he's like uh, a Bullwinkle Pokemon or now, something. Actually, yeah. Bindu, he's the evolved Bullwinkle. Bindu wasn't a character <laughs> name originally. Right. Actually, I believe in original, like early scripts of A New Hope, the Jedi were called the Jedi Bindu. Exactly. Yeah. So. And, huh. And they, they, this is where Filoni... I can't even play Welcome Back for that because it's never <laughs> no, been referenced right. in anything <laughs> no, real. Yeah. It's just an early script. I mean, scripts. it, it yeah. might have been referenced in like some of the novels, maybe, that we, I didn't read. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, also, I, don't recall it. I, didn't, I didn't verify this. Patrick Stewart, wasn't it? Uh, I don't think it was Patrick it Stewart. It sounded a whole lot I, like Patrick Stewart. I think it was uh, Tom Baker, who is actually oh. a, one of the Doctor Who's. 
Got you. Or one Tom of the, I Baker? should say not one of the Doctor That's Who's. I'm going to get in Doctor trouble. Who. One of the Doctors because no, who's not. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't want to get in trouble with the Doctor Who crowd. Yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Bindu. I mean, yeah, it's got, this is where Filoni becomes my hero because there's one part where Bindu is talking about both sides of the force and he calls them the Ashla and the Bogon. Bogan, I should say, yeah, right. which are which go deep into the canon, which are basically uh, another name for the light side and the dark side of the force. I think it has roots in uh, the original Jedi home planet had two moons or something like that. I don't know. Maybe you can back me up on this, but uh, uh, was it Tython, the original Jedi home world? Yeah, had had the two moons, and it was it was kind of cool to see uh, him mention that and just kind of say, okay, you know, have you the dark side and the light side, but I'm the Bindu. I'm the one in the middle. Yep. Which, I mean, this character is really cool. And, uh, he looks kind of like a big tree. I'm just, yeah, he does. Uh, He's very, he's very Zen. He's, he, he he kind of speaks like a joyful Zen. He's all, he's, he's more of like the, the depiction of like the, the big laughing Buddha, Yeah, you know, where it's like, (laughs) everything's kind of okay. Like, Oh, you, you might die. You should probably relax. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> You're like, oh wow okay oh, interesting yeah Bella? yeah i mean he he kind of works on a different plane than humans i guess and he kind of uh you know he kind of gives canaan a few pointers like oh you really seeing with your eyes are you why don't you try something else so it's, it's pretty cool to see him come in and maybe become a this major character that has a lot of insight into like the history of the force or how it works and that kind of stuff which is stuff i'm always interested in is What's going on with that force thing? Right. You know? Yeah. And of course, we're glossing over the thing that we've been hyping up forever. <laughs> yeah. I'm working my way up. Yeah. Yeah. We have someone back. Yep. We knew this was coming. Yeah. What? I've already played it, but I'm playing it again. Because who is it? <laughs> Grand Admiral Thrawn. <gasps> yeah. It's official. That's right. It officially aired, so Lay it counts. Crowd. You can't take it back. Yeah. You it's can't. out there. It's in there the ether. now. No take backs. Yep, no take backs. Honestly, uh, it, it, it was. It's funny because even the, oh, Grand Admiral Thrawn, and someone goes Grand Admiral, I'm like yeah, yeah, I was promoted. Yeah, what of it? You remember? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was a me- there was a memo. It went out to the whole empire. Didn't yeah, you? You oh, didn't I a lot of read your email. I just God. delete them. I don't. I don't see them. You just just afford about a party. I don't want to. I go put to. HR on my filters. <laughs> went to my junk folder. Yeah. Yeah. So Grand Admiral Thrawn makes his screen debut finally in the new canon i should say yeah the only other screen we've seen him in was uh in tie fighter yeah computer screen he moved his hand and his lips and that was it yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then paley went yes sir so it was was pretty cool you know that uh one of the admirals comes like hey to uh tarkin and say hey we need more help man yeah we need more help i know somebody who can help yeah so that's the entrance of grand admiral thrawn and you know, it kind of he kind of goes through that whole speech he gave gave in the, our preview. You know, we're gonna make the the rebels become their own demise and mm-hmm. all stuff. But yeah, ah, it was cool. See it was really finally. cool. It was finally. really. I got. I got. Even though I knew it was coming, I mean, I got. I totally had the fuzzies like crazy while I was I, watching I love. That. I love the just the subtlety they worked him in. They didn't mm-hmm. have any big fanfare like, oh, here comes Grand Admiral Thrawn. It was right. just like, oh, here he is, and he's talking now. I have it's like awesome. Nice. I have one complaint. That okay. I have to get out of the way, and I, I may have I may have touched on it before, and now that I've seen the episode, though, I say, um, I don't like the voice at all. You don't? I love it. I don't think that Grand Admiral Thrawn should sound like this, given the fact that we had an Inquisitor who sounded like <laughs> this, and then we had other Inquisitors who sounded like this, and then we like every bad guy in Rebels has doing like a snake voice. I like, uh, and uh, I don't like it because I like. 
I liked the. I've always heard, and I don't think it's because of the voice in Tie Fighter, but I've always in my her in my head heard Grand Admiral Thrawn with a with a much deeper like commander voice, not the slithering evil voice. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't see a slithering evil. I, That's, I, it's it's it was, it's enough. That I loved way. how controlled and and monotone it was. Yeah, like, no, that was, part's good. Yeah. But I'm, I'm ugh, everything is like ugh, ugh, all the time. So I'm, I'm no big deal over it. Yeah. But I'm disappointed a little, just a little by that. Yeah. But I would have liked because it would at least some contrast, more contrast against the other characters. If we line up everybody above the level of governor and below the level of Darth Vader and Tarkin in it have been bad guys and rebels, which, you know, that's a pretty small pool. But yeah. all of them sound like this. That's how you know they're bad guys. Uh, apparently. <laughs> how else would you know if they're apparently. like, hey, look at me. I'm Grand Number Thrawn. <laughs> Let's go kill some rebels. Yeehaw. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to rustle me up some rebels. Yeehaw. <laughs> Where's my lasso? Thrawn always felt to me like the guy you wanted to root for. I mean, he was the one who was a little Josh, bit Oh, my gosh. That's evil. Come on, man. Okay. Oh, I'm going to oh. throw a wrench into this. <laughs> Uh-oh. I just looked up the voice of Grand Admiral Thrawn. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Guess who it is? Lars oh, Mickelson. Yeah. You know who Lars Mickelson's brother is? Mads Mickelson. Mads Mickelson. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, we got some, uh, I guess, Star Wars inbreeding going on here. Which yeah. Is, yeah, apparently. It's kind of sexy if you think about it. I guess. Uh, I guess. Uh, Overall, good app. Yeah, love. I love this episode. I yeah. mean, we got to see. I mean, there was a short time where uh, Kanan was, or Ezra, I'm sorry, was kind of flirting with the dark side, mm-hmm. and I guess they just resolved it in that episode, and we're not going to deal with it anymore. Maybe I don't know, but it was kind of cool to see everyone at the beginning. Everyone's kind of off on their own thing. Kanan's out meditating. Ezra's leading this mission. You know, Hera's in charge Hera's of got her flight thing. group, and, and then that. at the end, it kind of it brings the all the rebels together and a, a very satisfying conclusion at the end of the the episode and yeah and just say at the end of the episode grand admiral thrawn i guess you kind of get an in, insight into his strat his strategic mind where the the rebels like i guess for lack of a better term uh base ship or mm-hmm. you know because it has a bunch of docking bays mm-hmm. and, and it's the one they stole one of the previous episodes comes into system while admiral thrawn is there with his fleet yeah and he refuses to destroy it and that kind of everyone's like, kind of like yeah, he calls sure, everybody sure? back. They they definitely this felt like original Thrawn stuff yes. right here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yes, because good, no good. one, no one knows why. Like, oh, wait, we've got him. We can do this right yeah. now. No, no, no. He's like, don't do it yet. That's not their entire fleet. We want the entire fleet. Uh, but we can kill this right now. No, 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 no. Because he realizes that's pointless. You're mm-hmm. not going to it's not going to accomplish anything. It's going to just make them scatter further. Or, well, and, and or, it's going to cause them to potentially rally. Right. Exactly. So he's like, no. So you see Thrawn's maybe overarching strategies, one swift stroke. Right. Or maybe or, or maybe an alternate plan to make them destroy themselves from the inside. Exactly. And also, themselves. also notable that all these Y-Wings, it was totally a trap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because all these Y-Wings, they had no weapons. They had uh, their they had hyperdrives no hyperdrive, had been yeah. removed and all. And, and the rebels didn't know any of this. So they, they, you know, all this crew goes in there taking the Y wings. Like, well, we can't do anything yeah. with these at all. And they're trying, and they're being attacked. And and they, and they started. They once the rebels jumped into the system, the the Y wings they realize they're starting to be destroyed one by one, just slowly destroyed. Yeah. So you're thinking, oh, did Thrawn set this up? It's it's genius because. They're destroying him, so that makes the rebels snap into uh, like a, a yep. reckless action. They're like, okay, we got to get in here now and, before these and are all gone. And it drew the other 
group exactly. in with the carrier, but it wasn't enough. So to me, it was just like Thrawn prodding the rebels just to exactly. see what they got going on. That's what it felt like. It felt like he was just kind of poking them to see. And it, and it was if he great because could... it was never explicitly explained in the nope. show. You just kind of have to put this together. Yep. You're like, oh, that is genius. He just says no, and they go, what? And he goes, no. No. Just, <laughs> More or less, just, just no. no. Yeah, just. And you're like, oh, he's cooking us something <laughs> up. So overall, I thought this was a excellent episode to to usher in the new new. Uh, is this the last season? I guess the uh, new- we. I don't know that it's ever been. I, yeah, I haven't. I've been kind of on the lookout for that. We've been hearing that that's that that's probably the case, but it's been a while since we've heard any rumors yeah. right, about that. So yeah, that that was a good episode. Check it out, you guys. Right on. Yeah. So we got another episode. Another episode. That was that was a good two episodes we just That reviewed. was a good two episodes. Three, so one and we got real, real meaty stuff there. Yeah. So anyway, next episode, episode three, I suppose. The Holocrons of Fate. fate. Can you do an echo on that, Howie? Fate, 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 fate. I think you just fate, did it. Thanks, man. Thanks, yep. man. Fate. So this one, we get a returning character from uh, one you may recognize. One Darth Q. Maul <gasps> yeah. is back. <gasps> Yes, and last time we saw him, he was he was fleeing that that uh, debacle that happened on uh, that planet with uh, Darth Vader and all them. I can't remember the name of the planet, but it's that they were on before it was Malachor. Malachor, that's right. Thanks. God, I, forget I don't know, bro. man. Duh. That was a welcome backer. I even wrote it down right here. Yeah. So anyway, even had it underlined twice. <laughs> yeah, it's a link to the actual Wikipedia page about Malachor. Oh, good. Anyway, yeah. So. <laughs> So we, this episode is kind of cool. Uh, Maul basically takes control of the ghost ship without, we don't really see this happen. He's just there in control of it. And he's searching for a holocron, a Jedi holocron that he, the one that they, he tried yeah. to get in last time. Actually he's searching for both. I'm sorry. He's searching. Oh, there's that's a, true. There's a Sith holocron that uh, Ezra helped him remove from Malachor. And right. then it is the holocron that somehow he knows Kanan has. And, and we get a little uh, bomb dropped here as uh uh, Darth Maul is talking to Hera. He's mm. talking about Kane and, he sh- and then he drops this bomb. Or should I say, Caleb Dune? I know. Oh. Yeah, which- that, that was crazy. I was like, oh, Darth Maul totally knows who Kane <laughs> oh, is. Yeah. And that's never been explained which, in the show. Which fans of the, the comics uh, who read the Kane comic already kind of knew that his name was Caleb Doom, but it, it was, which is his real name before he had, right. after Order 66, he had to change it to Kane. But, uh, yeah, it was kind of cool to see that tie-in and and rebels just like because I I didn't know if they were ever gonna do it because every time Kanan gives his name, even when he was talking to Bindu, Bindu's asking like, "What's your name?" and he says Kanan Jarrus, which mm-hmm. I mean, there's no reason why he should have to lie to to, to well, Bindu. Well, I mean, it. that's his name now. Yeah, I mean, that, he's not lying. It's, that's that's, true. that's how he he identifies as a Kanan. <laughs> okay, all right, be sensitive. <laughs> all right, yeah, he goes. Never mind. I'm not gonna... <laughs> anyway, I'm just going to keep laying traps for Eric to see if he wanders Dang into them. You're like Grand Admiral Thrawn of <laughs> getting me yes, in I'm, trouble with the FCC. The or maintenance something. staff is setting <laughs> traps everywhere. <laughs> but yeah, it was cool to see. I guess, you know, fans who aren't fans of the, uh, of the comic who are fans of the show are just like, oh, what? Huh? And people who don't know about the comic are probably like, whoa. Yeah, what's going on here? Yeah. And the implications are why does that matter to Darth Maul? Yeah. So if you if you didn't know that, if you're listening to this and you haven't read the comic, I highly suggest reading the Kanan comic. These guys love the Kanan comic. The, it was good. It was good. The, the story's good. The art is very, very yeah, good. Top notch. And and it's only a what, sixteen issue arc. So yeah. it's there yep. it's not you know, too long. Some of it toward the end got a little repetitive, but right. overall, they were good stories. So, yeah. you know, problem is, yeah, Kanan's uh, holocron still in the ship, but here's the here's the here's the thing, guys, <laughs> about the Sith holocron. Yeah. 
I kind of wandered off, wandered off into Spiderlands last <laughs> week and gave it to a giant force monster, Moose Guy. Yeah. So in the previous episode, Kanan had given had uh, discovered Ezra with this holocron. He's like, "You're stupid. Stop it." So he took the holocron and gave it to Bendu to yeah. for I guess safekeeping or whatnot. So he and uh, uh, Kanan and Ezra go back to where Bendu is and. They kind of have this master apprentice like trial type moment where they have to go in and retrieve this this holocron from the spider cave that we saw. <laughs> and yeah, the, spiders. The, the giant spider cave that we saw in previous episodes. <laughs> and so they kind of have to work together. And Kanan is it, it's really cool to see Kanan. He he's kind of has dealt with his blindness and, and you see him move on in the spider cave. Mm-hmm. So it, it's kind of cool to see him like, oh yeah, there's more to to the to life than just being able to see like there's the force and all that, all yeah. that good stuff. Yeah. So anyway, they, they retrieve the holocron, they bring it back. They have a rebonding. Yeah. That's really what, what the, that's really what this whole episode was. Right. Was really bringing them back. And in, in the previous episode, yeah, they came together, but it didn't seem like, yeah, it didn't seem like it was the issues that they had were resolved in this one. They resolved everything. And you kind of see Ezra's like, okay, you know, yeah, I flirted with the dark side. That was probably not so good. Yeah. So <laughs> that's kind of, uh, <laughs> Dark side's bad. Yeah, dark side's bad. Yeah. So, uh, my bad. Yeah, they, uh, they get the holocron and, and uh, Darth, the whole reason they go to get it because Darth Maul's like, okay, bring me this holocron. I'm going to kill everybody on your ship. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, you ain't touching my woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. So, yeah, they bring it back and, uh, they meet on a space station. Darth Maul's wearing a t shirt, which I thought was pretty sweet. <laughs> if you remember, if you look close, he's wearing, actually wearing a t shirt. In the uh, Darth Maul, <laughs> really? it's like that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, casual. Like uh, last episode, we mentioned it's about time they brought casual Star Wars into canon. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah. So whole things goes down. And he didn't have the capri pants on though. No, unfortunately, he didn't. No, he needed yeah. the capris. Come on, especially Maul. because he got the robot legs. You wear capris with the robot legs. That's, that's what we learned from the Saw Gerrera figure. Sh- show them off. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, and then in con- at the conclusion of the show. Uh, uh, Bindu had, uh, I should back up. Bindu had warned him if you combine the two Jedi and the Sith holocron, if you combine them together, you will gain like ultimate knowledge, but all that knowledge comes with a huge price. Yeah. I felt that was dumb. Yeah. In well, fact, Josh just made the exact face I did while watching the show, which is what? Yeah, well, it's like, why would the Sith holocron and a Jedi holocron made by different people for different purposes have the a co-functionality. It's like they're calling up, hey, you got those engineering specs so we can make sure these things sync proper? Yeah, we got them. We'll I send think, them right I over. I think that it was a whole like yin-yang type symbolism. Like, I know, but it was, it, was, it was cliche and heavy-handed. Yeah, but I mean... What are you going to do? I know. I, that's that's all it comes down to is, well, okay, we'll give it a pass. Yeah, so they end up combining these two holocrons. This awesome beam of light comes out of the two. And uh, before they before they actually do this, uh, they kind of, Maul and uh, Kay, Ezra, I'm sorry, are going to combine them. And they're kind of like talking. He's like, okay, you know, we're going to see whatever you, what your greatest desire is, or, you know, something like that. Yeah, candy. And, and Maul's, lots of, lots and Maul's of like, okay, what 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 are you going to look for? And uh, Ezra says, the way to destroy the Sith. And uh, he, and then Ezra's like, oh, well, what are you going to look? What are you going to want? You know, what are you going to look in there? And Maul gets this very serious voice and he's like, hope. Which to hear the words hope, come out of Darth Maul's mouth mm-hmm. were kind of disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. really? <laughs> hope? Wow. Yeah. It's uh. like, what, what is hope? 
to Darth Maul. Yeah, exactly. And does Darth Maul exactly. even know what hope is and, to Darth Maul? I, and that's the thing. I or don't to think Maul. Excuse I don't, me. I don't think Maul knows what hope is yeah. to him. He's looking. That's part of the question he's asking. <laughs> his, his life's been a little jack. <laughs> yeah. So, you get you get Maul's been yeah, batted back and forth quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, he's he's got cut in half. He's a big kitty's chew toy. He's got robot legs. He had spider legs. He for had a while. spider legs, and, and, and then just regular robot legs. And then his and brother died right in front of him. Supposedly. And, yeah, yeah. Supposedly. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to that. Anyway, they combine the holocrons and the uh, the rest of the ghost crew come in, I guess, to rescue this rescue Ezra to save the day. And uh, Ezra uh, uh, is pulled out, I guess, before he gets the full amount of knowledge or whatever. Yeah, just and, in the nick of and then Maul time, just, apparently. Maul just bolts out of there and he's just stuttering. He's like stammering, you know, he's still alive. He's still alive. And he jumps in his ship and just flies away. Yeah. And, uh, and we'll get to that in a minute to kind of discuss what that means. But uh, Ezra, they ask him, okay, what did you see? And he said, I saw planets and moons and I saw twin suns. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. that's Tatooine. A way yeah. to destroy the Sith. Yes, exactly. Yep. So it was kind of cool to see a reference to the events of the original trilogy and just see, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, he's going to destroy the Sith. It's Luke. Yeah. I don't know if they'll go to Tatooine eventually. Right. I, I don't know how that's going to mess up the timeline yeah. or what the timeline is in my head. Right. Because I'm used to the old canon. But uh, it was interesting. Uh, now that we sh- maybe we should have a discussion on what exactly Maul is talking about when he's still alive. Um, it, clearly he's talking about the uh, the other spiders that lived in the garbage pile. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, when we talked about this, of course, my mind immediately went to Obi-Wan. Yeah. Like if he's seeing Tatooine and Twin Sons and <clears throat> the answer, I mean, Obi-Wan is tied to that. Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's does the that popular. Seem, does that seem to be the obvious answer? Well, I mean, yeah, well, I mean wait, what question popular. are we answering? Are we asking who did Ezra, why did Ezra see Tatooine? No. Or are we why, asking, why did Maul? Why did Maul? He's still alive. Yeah. What did he mean by that? I mean, to me, the obvious answer, like I said, is Obi Wan because he, well, Obi Wan cut him in half. So, oh, see, to me, does it was he have sad. some kind of vengeance? Or are they setting some kind of something in motion for a future confrontation? But he between was looking, those two? But the the trick is, he was looking for hope. Yeah, that's Under, the I trick. know, understood, and that's what Garrick's critique yeah. of the same I mean, thing was. Yeah. I think the popular. Theory is yeah it was yeah the one that's not was, crazy yeah the, the <laughs> yeah the mainstream theory is yeah. it was Obi Wan but I don't know yeah, yeah. but uh, to me I mean if he's looking for hope and again who knows what hope means to Maul maybe it is revenge but it, I think if it was Obi Wan I I think they kind of almost wrapped up that storyline in Clone Wars yeah because he did a lot of I, he did a lot of stuff to Obi Wan to kind of you know mess him up a little bit but yeah who knows I mean. He could be out for revenge, but my theory is, and I think this is—I don't. I, to me, this is the only one that makes sense. My theory is, I think he's referring to his brother Savage Press, yes, who who did die in the the Clone Wars uh, series near the end there. Yeah, and uh, he got speared by the Emperor. Yeah, See, that doesn't make sense to me. By Chancellor Palpatine. Yeah, well. You know, Maul gets cut in half. Well, uh, yeah, Maul's been... <laughs> yeah, I know. He comes, so he's been stabbed. It was the it's second worst death, case of cut yeah. in half i ever seen. The right, Aridani right. and Zabrix are, are, are very good at coming back to uh, life yeah. and near death. Apparently. <laughs> their, their bodies don't function like yours and mine. And he was stabbed in a similar place where his brother was cut in half. And 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 uh, dark side user, a little bit Sithy, didn't fall yeah. in a pit. I went back didn't fall I, in a pit, guys. He didn't fall in a pit. He's not yeah. dead. Exactly. I actually, I actually rewatched the episode where uh, Savage Press bit it, and the 
the emperor actually just stabbed him kind of in the chest area and he kind of fell over and all this green mist came off of him. Like the, uh, the night sisters magic just started like puffing out of him. him. And there is a lot of stuff in the clone wars where the, the, uh, I can't remember mother Tenzin. Is that her name? Tenzin? I can't remember that main night sister lady that was taller than the rest of them. She, she would always (laughs) die and come back to life with that green magic. And, you know, I mean, he just got stabbed in the chest. I mean, that's not bad. Yeah. And, yeah, that's actually uh, Iridonians keep their uh, hearts in their crotches. Yeah, that's actually where their gallbladder is. So yeah, so he did, did him a favor. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah, he gave him. A, he just gave him a double mastectomy so but, that he didn't have to worry about anything. And, and another another uh, kind of interesting fact here is uh, Darth Maul's ship that he escaped on after this whole thing had gone down is actually called the Night Brother. So I don't know if that maybe that was just like eh, a little tip of the hat. It's like, gotta eh, be. Little, I don't think there's another theory that little makes terrible remotely as finger much on the nose. I, it, don't it, I don't understand how the how the going theory is Obi Wan. I don't get I, how that's even. I get it. It makes I sense. Mean, no, it does. But but this is to me all signs point to Savage. Yeah, all signs. But. Who knows? I mean, I think all theories are equally valid at this point because who knows what the oh, hell he's saying. Screw <laughs> you. Screw you for not taking a side firmer. Than I told that. you my side, but yeah, yeah. I know I know everyone. I'm has taking it. the Obi Wan, so we might as well just we, we th- see how it goes. We think Howie. Who who do you think he was talking about? Yeah. Which one's right? Yeah. Make, make come it. on. Choose um, one. Or I'll beat you up. Well, Choose. I think you all have very uh, interesting point of views <laughs> that I think we need to further explore in uh, breakout meetings. <laughs> He's not yeah. wrong. That's hey, a very corporate wrong. HR man. He can is, you yeah. put that together. Yeah, I got that. All right. Uh, Schedule those. You for can next expect week. that to happen sometime. All right. Reserve a computer so we can show a PowerPoint deck. Thanks. <laughs> in the meantime, Do we have computers at this gentlemen. Outfit? I believe it's time for the Porkins bite of the week. I don't know if y'all know this, but the final design for Boba Fett don't look nothing like the Ralph McQuarrie design for Boba Fett, or at least it's like real different. What? But the dude, what designed the final design for Boba Fett, name of Joe Johnston, you may have heard of him. He directed such feature films as Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, <gasps> The Rocketeer. That. I saw that one, too. Hidalgo. I didn't see And it. Captain America, The First Avenger. Oh. Wow. Really? That's a very wide variety of films. Oh yeah. Yeah. Put the final spin on the Boba Fett and then went on to direct major motion pictures. Wow. How about that? No wonder I like those movies so much. You see a lot of people come up through the art, like art departments in Hollywood do who go on to direct. And it's almost like, it's almost like that design. eye translates well to, you know, direction at a, at a more macro level, apparently. That makes so, sense. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of interesting, but guess what? What? Time yeah. for some rumors. Bring it on. Love me some Bring it in. Yeah. Let's hear it, Mike. Well, boys, this week in rumors, we have a little bit of Jin Urso information trickling in. So, Interesting. Uh, oh, Jin wow. Urso. We always love a little bit of Jin yeah, Urso. Everybody loves in. a little. Everybody loves a little Jin. Mm-hmm. Um, let's all Jin, get, we wait, wait, wait. Let's all just get really close. We sound like really like otherworldly, ghosty spirits voices. Just, you know, like, tomato soup. 
We could sell this to ghost hunters and make like, a fortune. Do you like biscuits? <laughs> do you, what are you into biscuits? <laughs> <laughs> biscuits. Well, we know that. <laughs> Wait for the drop. We know that. We know already know that Ginny, Ginny, Jin, Ginny, Jin, Jin, Ginny, Ginny has a, a daddy, but Ginny now has a mommy too. Apparently, Aww. who's apparently really into weird looking dudes. Uh, so yeah, she's not a child of the forest. Since, uh, yeah, Mad, yeah. Since uh, Mads, he's he's an interesting looking guy. Yeah, man, interesting looking guy. Maybe she's just into interesting looking guys. Man. I, I hope that Mads Mikkelsen talks like this when he's on screen. <laughs> I'm sorry. Even though she's inter- interesting looking, guys, she's uh, the actress that they're saying is being uh, cast in the role. Um, Valine Kane is oh, her name. Oh, Valine Kane. Um, yeah, she's she's a looker. Yeah, she is. <laughs> We're going straight to that. Hell yeah. <laughs> right in straight. Okay. What's, hey, what's okay. wrong with sexuality? Come on, on a scale of one to <laughs> we're stupid and sexist, how hot is she? Let's rank her. What's wrong with well, being sexist? Start from top to bottom. Start with her forehead and hair and move downward, hey, please. A rating for every area of her body. Wait, what's wrong with being sexy? There's nothing wrong with being sexy. Oh, sexist. Oh, man. So yeah, yeah sexist is different. There's a slight, sexy is okay. It's like a sl- it's a slight difference. Yeah, it's a few yeah. letters difference. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that Valine Kane is yep. being supposedly being uh, put into the role of Jin's mother. So it sounds like she's been in really, some stuff. She has. I haven't her looked resume, her up yet. Her resume is not uh, not not crazy out of control. But um, but I will say that like she was in uh, Victor Frankenstein, but she wasn't even accredited in that. She's got a few TV credits and things like that. But really, I think this is this could stand to, and potentially on how how much screen time she gets could be a big exposure breakout for her. Who knows? Yeah. That would be cool. So, but also uh, to me, interestingly enough, um, you know the the original um storyline, the, the Skywalker story, blah blah blah. Of course, very family centric. Drink. Blah. <laughs> there you go. Blah, blah, there you go. Yeah, he was going to say it again, so drink blah, blah, again. Blah. There you go. Twice. <laughs> you got it. There you go. But I mean, even in Rogue One now, I mean, we, it looks like we have a very fa- family centric, you know, type dynamic that's oh, yeah. going on here. So I yeah. mean, I I like that. To me, that's one of the things that makes these stories powerful. Yeah, is is the family draws. You got to so, you got to make it. You got to make it something that people can identify with on a personal level. Right. If it's just a war movie, it's just a war movie. Right. Yeah. But you have to care about the characters right. for a war movie to, to have as much impact. as Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's, I don't know, that's kind of my take on it. I Any other thoughts or anything? I, I have a feeling it's going to be very, very small. Should probably yeah, just, I'm cause, wondering. Because obviously the, the, the relationship between father and daughter has been, you know, the, that was the first casting that Strain, came right. out. That was all the stuff that we heard originally. And so I have a feeling that, you know, she's just in there to be in there. I doubt we're going to get a whole lot of meat with no, this character. I don't think so. If we do, oh, okay, I'll, it's great. But but I have a feeling that there's probably not a whole lot of impact to what we can draw from this. I would agree. I mean, I think it's probably just either going to be a flashbacky type thing or... But I, I mean, will agree it sounds like she, the is, main... she is a handsome woman. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> she's good looking wool. I'm just saying. So anyway, mm-hmm. moving mm. along, moving uh, along. Rogue One. Also, we've got some uh, alien and droid reveals this week. Ooh, I like so, those. Those are the two things that I love. We know that you guys like looking at the pictures. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, let's look, pull we have these more noiseless, noseless aliens that you can barely see the eyes of with hinge-like jaws. You got two tubes in there? You got to have two tubes. By the way, you too can follow along with us if you go to betterkind.com. Click on the show notes for episode 109. You can click on the links to these stories and look at the pictures with us. So that yeah. said, 
Yeah, the um, and uh, my internet's going really slow. Right yeah, now, they we're so. having some problems. Ah, here we go. Here, here we go. So, yes, the I'll I'll start you off because the one at the top uh, of of the of the link listed is a new alien that we've seen before. Yes, yeah. right. In Once again. <laughs> Once again. Well, no, it's we've seen. Isn't this uh, very More similar off. to some Macquarie Mar- art that we've seen historically? I feel like we've seen this uh, before. This is the guy that was the in the. He was the gunner in the airship in the trailer. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I okay. Yeah, I'll take you at your word on that. Yeah, Howie has his action figure. <laughs> really? <laughs> I have yeah. Oh, nice. The short one. Yeah. Short guy that is shooting out the side. Yep. He's kind of doing the. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember what that movie's called where the guy's shooting out the side of the helicopter. Platoon? No, not Platoon. Every movie released between 1984 I and 1984. Why, why am I drawing a blank? Oh. Get to the chopper. <laughs> Full metal jacket. Full metal jacket. Thank you. Oh, there you go. Get some. Get some. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's favorite scene from yeah, Full Metal My favorite scene by far. Wow. You don't lead them as much. <laughs> That's right. How can you shoot women and children? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just go on the movie, guys. Yeah. Go on the movie. That's all it was. It's a movie. Yep. No, that's me. That's my philosophy in life. <laughs> <laughs> that is at oh. Michael Archibald. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. File your complaints. It's not uh, really at Michael Archibald. Is Archbold. Archbold. Arch. I was trying to throw him Come on. I am throwing them off, but making it sound like I'm throwing him under the bus. Archibalder. Yeah. yeah. Everybody throws me under the bus. It's okay. I'm okay yeah, with Mike that. lives under the bus. It's fun. I am the intern. I am the unpaid intern. So anyhow, these characters here that we're looking at, uh, and we've got the white furry, the gray, uh, the gray scaly, the, and a couple of troopers. Um, that's cool. I don't feel like there's anything here that's real brand spanking new. It's just a couple of new images. Yeah. 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 There is another link. Oh, we what? got a second link there here. Am I looking at the wrong that, one? That, by the way, that guy's name is is Pow. 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 Boom Pow. Commando Pow. Rebel Commando Pow. Bam Pow. The guy with the mouth open. Bam Pow. Yeah. Yeah, I like the furry guy. Yeah. Moroff. Yeah. Moroth isn't the one that we saw shooting out the side of the no, ship, right? It was the other. No, the, it was the other That's guy. Pow. Yeah. That's Pow. Yeah, Pow. So he's okay. saying his name in that picture. Pow. Pow. And then we got, uh, we have an astromech droid because uh, someone forgot to tell R2 to exit the automotive paint booth when they were chroming up a, or painting a silver powder coat onto something. I don't know. Actually, they just sandblasted R2. <laughs> yeah, that kind of he's might been be on it. tattooing a few too many times. Yeah, he's been out in the in the desert winds. Yeah, R2 BHD. So we actually have an oh, R2 unit, which it seems like we always try to avoid that in the movies because we don't want to confuse anyone. No, so it's always R3, R4, R5, all sorts of stuff. Nope, this is an R2 BHD. Interesting. Not yeah, PhD. actually, they're calling these guys kind of the the opposite of C three PO and R two D. Oh, triple zero. And, and of course, by these guys, you are referring to the L one droid uh, yeah. that's thereafter, perhaps. Maybe. Yes. And then we got another Mon Cal who Ooh. actually looks different. Yeah, he's blue. He's blue with white a white under you know white jaw and, and like a tummy belly area. I'm assuming, Aww. but his also his eyes are more <laughs> little, rotated forward. Yeah. They're not quite you know sideways fisheye kind of thing. <laughs> and we've seen this guy. We've seen these kind of uh, Mon Cal in the Clone Wars. They had the little short blue guy. Mm-hmm. Was, oh yeah, yeah. Good call, man. Because they they live. I'm I'm assuming because they live farther down in the ocean. <laughs> 
Science. The pressure <laughs> that squishes them into smaller. Yeah. Things. Admiral Radis. Radis. Yeah. Yeah. Radish. All right. Now the next the next one. Maybe I think I got that wrong. I think the next guy's the one that was the shooter. Thank the, you. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. you me. I kept asking all y'all's over and over. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you saying all these aliens look alike, Mike? Is that what you're saying? Uh, you're a species. Dang it. Oh, God. Uh, there goes uh, that decorum. Xenophobe. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's me. Go ahead. No, it's not me. It's Star Wars. Come it's on. true. It's always Star Wars. Yeah, so he's Bist- fuzzy and has eyebrows. Biston. Yeah, that's Bistan. 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 You can sing a song about Bistan. You can? I can sing a Gast- song about Gaston. Oh, oh, yeah. I guess we were all there with you, Howie. Yeah. As soon as you said it, we all knew exactly. I, could, I couldn't remember meant. any of the words. I'm like, oh, crap. I already started this without. He's especially okay, good fall through. No one has eyebrows like this, Don. There you go. I acted I like it out it. Thank you. you. I was really all hoping. Right. You, ju- you just now, signed Weird Al's check right there, man. I know. <laughs> now, when you said Edrio Two Tubes, I thought that was a joke. Two no, Tubes. No, that's his name. Man, I don't joke around when <laughs> it's coming to toys, guy? man. Apparently not. Uh, There's tubes. no joking. That's no joking around. My name is Edrio, but on the courts, they call me Two Tubes. <laughs> <laughs> when we're on the street. I guess that's Hammerhead and Snaggletooth. When I am bawling, they call me Two tubes so <laughs> when this when this guy was born did he come out with two tubes yes they came out from two tubes oh hey yeah. and then they put them together after he came out the two tubes i yeah. so one tube goes All to the front and one fine. tube goes to the back that's interesting yeah <laughs> yeah it sure is gotta, well that's yeah. how he nourishes himself you gotta go one to the he, just re- re- <laughs> he just recycles <laughs> Waste not, wants not. <laughs> He's like a Fremen from Dune. <laughs> One person got that. It's still nutritious. <laughs> well, I think here on out, we mainly have just the main characters. I think the next one is Stormtroopers. Stormtroopers with a, with a nice, fresh press set of armor. <laughs> it's very go. nice. Very crisp. Uh, just got it back from the dry cleaner. And we have our Jin Urso. Oh, yeah. Yep. Cash and Andor. Mm, I like him. Director Krennic. Uh, he's bad guy. Yeah, we're just <laughs> running through the I, cast. You, at you, <laughs> if you take a look at Bay's Malbus, that uh, gun and the, the chain on the gun pretty much looks like the Black Series. That's true. No, no, no. There's black. There's, uh, there's black between the silver boxes. That's called shadows? No, I don't still. think so. I think there's like some sort of like wiring it's or called, fabric or rubber. I'm still not shadows? cool with it, man. You, it, you can try to gloss this over, yeah. Howie. I'm not cool. Speaking called, of gloss, his red little bib thing there is not gloss. No. It's, it's very beaten mad. to heck. It does yeah. not look like cheap plastic. No, it doesn't. looks like it's metal. Indeed. Or, yes. What do you think of the Scarif uh, Stormtrooper in his brown pants? He wore his brown pants today. <laughs> he did. Yes. Yeah. Stormtroopers are, I, I think I said it before, they, one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah, have we the seen the character? brown pants that I, these really brown pants? And I don't feel like I've noticed them having. Yeah, when we talked about the, yeah, the, I mean, the last he looks episode. like he's wearing his dungarees. There. Yeah, no, we, yeah. we talked about the last episode. So yeah. you just weren't following me along. Apparently not. Know. He was sleeping again. Well, they have, if they're the in a part. tank, they have to wear uh, flame retardant <laughs> gear. I mean, they can't wear all that plastic stuff. Yeah. Okay, is it just me or does the the death trooper does he have like a billion pockets on his? Yeah, he is a death <laughs> trooper. Don't get me started. You're baiting me. He You're is a death me. trooper. That's a death trooper. Belt. I'm trying to count those. And I've, I've lost count. Do you know? Like do you know what those pockets are full of? Death trooper shark repellent tools. Those pockets are full of death. Yes. yes. <laughs> so many I got types a of death. Full of death. 
What? So many types of death. <laughs> yeah. What's with the green glowy on the bottom of the helmet? That's the death. That's the uh, that's the Kyber crystal <laughs> that's that where gives the death him his force abilities. Sweet. That's the death light. It's gonna get you. I will say that it, I think that's actually like a scope. Uh, that's like the last a, thing like you the, see it's before like a, you die. It's a hologram projected scope, is what it looks like, which is something new. Uh, kind of new. We've seen similar things to that. Yeah. But but yeah, the the original uh, shadow troopers that we compared these to when we saw the designs had actually the green glowy thing in the middle of their chest. So it almost is reminiscent of that. But I believe that's part of the gun. Excuse me, the blaster. Yeah, come on, man. Sorry. Get your terms right. That's why it's got to have all those pouches for blaster bullets. Yeah. Bo- yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Blaster shotgun shells. <laughs> blaster on. shells. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Everybody blaster needs, rounds. energy packs, man. Yeah. Come on. And then apparently we have an Ugnot-sized uh, Imperial <laughs> yeah. TIE fighter pilot. With the head two times He's the size so of This actually just looks like really bad He's Photoshop. So <laughs> it might be Jyn Erso. Yeah, they just her. stuck a helmet on. Yeah, it's like, it's like because she's Copy very diminutive, but then paste. they gave her the full-size TIE fighter pilot helmet, and it's like, oh my goodness, she looks like an Ugnot. Copy and paste. Yeah. It's, uh, it, that's, that's... Not very intimidating. <laughs> Put it that way. It just looks kind of funny. But uh, but yeah, a whole lot of pictures there that y'all need to click through, I think. That's crazy. Yeah. Get all up in that. Good stuff. Newest images, it's it's all we have until the movie comes out. Uh, just saying. Except for the, the trailer coming out of uh, for Doctor well, Strange, yeah. right? Yeah, November 15th. Well, we do have uh, some episode eight news. Ooh, what? Again? I mean, that's still a thing that's happening because it's been zero dark thirty about episode eight for no a while. Joke. Well, I don't I don't know how this ranks on the level of awesome, but um Warwick Davis is an episode eight. Eleven. <laughs> that works on eleven. He's on eleven. Oh out of ten. Out of ten. Eleven. He ranked that's how high he yeah, ranks in that, your in that's your the news. on your awesome. Yep. Your awesome radar. You can't have a Star Wars movie without Warwick well, Davis. Well, that's how it's becoming because he's literally been in all My of them My favorite Star Wars movie does not have Warwick Davis in it. What? Yeah. The Empire Strikes Back does, does not, not have, have Warwick, Warwick Davis. He's in that. Somewhere he is I'm sure. <laughs> From Jedi on, though. I, I think he's played some role. And oh, back. Yeah. From Jedi on and back again. Yeah. Who's there in From Jedi and back again. That's right. Yeah. The, the hobbits. Yeah, he is a hobbit, isn't he? This is great, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all there is for eight, dude. I, you know what? We've said this before. I mean, it is so hey, tight lipped. To, to, in your defense, the quote is literally when they asked him. He's like, you know, like, hey, do you have a role in episode eight? He says, I do. Yeah. Yes, that's all <laughs> I, I can, can say. say yes. <laughs> that's the whole article. <laughs> episode eight. Dun, 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 dun. Thank Darn. you. <laughs> I, 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 that, that, there you go. There's your episode eight scoop. <laughs> <laughs> That's all there was this week, man. It's just been. They are just ever since the reshoots. It's and then you yeah. know it, it's it's like a iron vault. I get it that everybody's yeah. focused on on Rogue One. I get that. But and that's the thing they don't. They're worried. I think not worried. They're nervous about how Rogue One is going to perform. I think, yeah. and they don't want to overshadow it. Obviously, yes, but yeah, but but still, fanboys and and people. I mean, all these people that were out there getting the scoop during ep, ep yeah. seven yeah, are yeah. still out there. Where are the drones, man? Up yeah. until we Where's see the drones. Where's the guy <laughs> with his until we iPhone? See Rogue One. Up until we see Rogue One, we know just about everything we're going to know about Rogue One. 
right. unless a new trailer reveals something new to us. Right. It's like the hype is what the hype is. You can't just let everything else dry up. We had leaks out the butt. Yeah, I, it's uh, just maybe they so just different started, now. I, maybe I they just found out who was leaking and killed him. Well, just I, to I was, it. I was thinking, I think yeah, they just, you know, off them. Why not? They just yeah. disappear. You, think you know, Wick, I was, maybe Wicket's a starfighter pilot now. I'm just saying. Could no, be. he's the chief of Bright Tree Village. Oh, <laughs> come on. Oh. Come on. In this canon, I don't know. Could happen. Yeah. I don't know. He's an unhealthy obsession with crackers now. I oh. just, my, my thought, because I, I was thinking about this this week, you know, with this lack of information with yep, episode yep. eight, and I'm just like, is it is this already the result of oversaturation of Star Wars? You know, I yes. mean, we just didn't have this, you know, I mean, with one, two, three. I mean, there was three years between all those movies, you yeah. know, there's plenty of, you know, simmering time to get excited. Yeah. This, I mean, yeah. it's just, okay. Oh, ep, ep, you know, F seven's done. Let's get focused on, but you know, rogue one. Is this it's a here. good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. I, I it just kind of is. I suppose. I mean, you I mean, go into the movie with less information than we did with episode seven. I just, my, my feeling Can't is that thing. there was a huge buildup to F seven and was the hugest grossing movie in American history. I don't, th- my opinion, I don't think Rogue One even comes close. No, oh, oh no, of course yeah, not. No. A, of course not. But it's it's yeah. gonna do well. I it'll, just hope it'll it, do I well. hope people walk but, out of theater but having what appreciated is, it. But what is well though? I mean, you know, I mean it's a it's a Making subjective lots of money. Right. Well all the money. Okay, but we've we've had this discussion with Batman versus Superman. Batman versus Superman made money. We don't but mention it didn't that. make we don't, money. We don't mention that name <laughs> on this podcast. Well, we I just did well, it's the Rogue, movie, Rogue the movie one, that should not be Rogue One has had nowhere near the marketing that F7 had. So it's going to nowhere near. So it's going to not, it doesn't have to recoup nearly as much. And remember for listeners who aren't familiar, your marketing budget in oftentimes these days far outweighs the production budget. Oh yeah. I don't know if that's the case for rogue one, but it was the case for bat V soups and all these other DC disasters that keep coming out. Um, but in, in, yeah. For Rogue One, I don't think they have nearly as much to recoup. So for it to be an ex- like a very successful, profitable film, I don't. I think it'll pass that in spades. That's I, that's my my assumption. But I, when it comes to drying drying up the chain, I, I I don't I don't know. I feel like we were we were getting more stuff leaked out over Episode Seven, and it wasn't just the drones and stuff like that. They were throwing more stuff out. Like, Here's some concept art. We were getting costume designs and stuff like that. We're getting nothing now. Yeah, my theory. Nothing. My theory is they're gonna wait for the presidential vote, and then they're gonna say, <laughs> "Okay, everyone, everyone's been beat the hell up." <laughs> now it's time all for the, some good all news. The, all the marketing dollars, you know, in yeah. TV has been spent on this for so long. Yeah. Everyone, and you know, it's consumed everyone. And then all of a sudden, Star Wars swings in, and everyone's like, "Oh, I, mean, I like, I like, oh, I remember Rogue One. There's a Star Wars movie yeah. coming out. Oh, look at all this stuff." And it, then all of a sudden, they hit us. Things are Star bad Wars. As I thought. Star Wars becomes the savior of the American psyche. Yeah, I, I, I mean, that may, I mean, it makes sense. Who wants to show a Star Wars preview right before or after a political ad? Yeah. It's just like yeah. you get this bad taste in your mouth because regardless of who you support, political yeah. ads are all horrible. Yeah, no matter what happens in the pres- U.S. presidential elections, the day after, there's going to be a lot of people really mad and a lot of people who are like smiling and happy but then have that slow look into space, that thousand-yard stare, and their <laughs> face falls and goes, I... I I don't know why I was happy a moment ago because <laughs> things are still just kind of glum. That's the best best possible outcome. Right, now, but then picture, and then the music starts on the background. Yeah, exactly. Now, I know Rogue One, I think the operating budget was estimated somewhere around 120 to $150 million if 
from some sites I've read. Now nobody knows for sure, but yeah, recouping that that's that's easy. I mean right. that's not that's nothing. Right. Well, and Batman Batman vs Superman was two hundred fifty million. Yeah, but their marketing budget was twice that. Right. I mean, I don't think we have to worry about it making money. No, I don't, I don't know what, what Disney is going to gauge like, I feel success, like, quote unquote success on. I feel like the marketing budget for, so far, the marketing from what we've seen for Rogue One has been almost just like a standard, normal Disney produced, like Disney company movie. They've, it's n- less so than you would get for like, I've, I'm getting more Moana stuff <laughs> thrown in front of me than I am getting Rogue One stuff. And don't get me wrong, I'm looking forward as all heck to Moana, but. I mean, it's just they're not throwing this. They're not putting more into it. I feel like that's maybe even part of the test is going. If we do just a normal amount, can Star Wars do this on it? Can it handle it on its own name? Can it handle it on its own rep? Can it do its own self-marketing? You know, not, you know, not that they're not doing any, but I just feel like it's a it's normal movie level, maybe a little bit more. So, yeah, Uh, yeah. I bet you all in. I bet you all in. They're going to be under 500 mil. I know, I know from just a personal standpoint, people I interact with, uh, I, I am friends with some people who don't, you know, aren't huge fans of Star Wars like I am, which yeah. I know is surprising. But uh, they they're actually excited to see this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, more so than they said for Episode Seven, because like, wow, this looks really good. Like, yeah. Like my brother in law, for instance. I mean, he had yeah. never seen Star Wars before right. Seven came out, and he's super yep. excited to see it. So you know why? Because it's different. Walkers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that did not hurt. Nope. Yep. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, it's about time to wrap this up. So please, won't you follow us on Twitter at FlyCasual1138, where Mr. is your man on the streets. Oh, yeah. Or what do they call them? Man on the on the lane. What do they call streets the over there? I mean, they have a different word for everything. Oh. The man on the crisp. Yeah. Crisp. <laughs> the man on, in the trunk loo. Uh, <laughs> on the lift yeah man on the lift uh chip the lift chip uh for all of the latest news and he's going to keep you up to date you can follow us there you can also uh tweet us and let us know your questions uh feedback uh comments concerns we love talking with you guys so uh make sure to hit us up there also follow facebook.com slash fly casual podcast and uh won't you run out to itunes give us a nice little review so we can reach some more listeners Anybody got any parting shots? I know Mike's over there shaking his leg. He's got to pee. You got to pee, <laughs> Just Mike? let it go, man. You no, I just have a nervous twitch, man. Oh, man. You are bouncing. Bounce. I'm life. glad we're on a concrete floor. We'd all be bouncing with you. Woo-hoo! Peg Bundy over there. I'm here. Can't I'm hold there. still. And over there's Howie. <laughs> Yo. Over there's Garrick. Got to get that boom, boom, pow. Bam, pow. And over there's Josh. It's been real. Yeah, it has. <laughs> In some way, somehow, it has been real. Real jelly. Yeah, there you go. Fiery Figurant Dan was a male Biff who played the clue horn as a musician and the head of the modal nodes. Figurant. Figurant. You're not saying R I M. Use the accent. Figurant. Figurant. Duh. And buttholes. <laughs>